Sir Henri getting clear though. It's Thierry Henri! It's the boss. And here's Messi. Away from two, three, four. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How good is he? It's Ronaldo. This is the football, football heritage. heritage. Hello and welcome to. Oh, yes. <coughs> Sorry, since I started recording now. <laughs> no, I'm going to continue anyway. Um, hello and welcome to another episode of El Rondo. Today you've got just the four of us. You've got m- me, Sub, Mikhail, David, and Emir should be joining us very soon. So, how are you boys doing? Awesome, awesome. I'm good, man. I'm trying to enjoy life. Okay. David, how are you? I mean, everything outside of football is good, you know? Okay, yeah, I was going to say, like, as I was in football, shouldn't say everything is good. Nothing's good at all. So, me, I'm just hanging in there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, let's get into the topics today. So, like, the first topic we've got today is a listener request. I'm just looking yeah, for the actual... Listeners, I'm trying to find the actual thing. What the app? No, I'm trying to find where, what the actual... I don't want to, like, misquote him. I just want to see what he actually said, like, what the message was about it's the topic was. Hmm? Unless you've got it. Yeah. Do you know? Unless you know it off the heart. Let me find No, no, no. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got. I've got, I've got. I've, no, I've got it. So... Right. Um, shout out um, mtp.will. He's asked... Ligonos and Ligonos clubs and players' success in Europa League and Champions League, and also the talents that have been produced throughout the years. So that's quite a broad, loaded question. But we've got a Portuguese insider, Mikael Angelo Martin Silva, to talk us through it. Big up, big up. Obviously, um, I just want to say, like, I feel like the Portuguese league is continually, continuously disrespected. Like by other people, especially here. Suspected in what? When, like uh farmers league, not a top five league. It's all gonna be not. Like, it produces, like produces not good players. Contenders. It produces good players. Like the same thing about French league. It produces good players, but at the same time, no one takes the league seriously. I guess. Um, I don't really know because the league is not is not as competitive as the Premier League, but also get the yeah. chance for more young players yeah. to come up to the ranks and stuff, like competitive Premier League clubs especially. There's a lot more um, of a focus on actually like developing the academy's products. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they still have that system in like the same way with in Spain and some places in France where they have the kind of School, or I want to say school set up, but like similar, if you go, know I mean, the academy is like a school, like a, like a lamacy, oh, yeah, yeah. if you know what I mean. Where, oh, yeah, yeah, like a lot of players, like I was reading up the example about um, Renato Sanchez, for example, yeah. where he's come from a bad area in Lisbon, and he went to live at the academy when he was like 13 or 14. Yeah. So that's his school, his house, everything. So the main focus there is just football. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say one thing I would say is like league, the league and also and um, league and they are very similar leagues in that 
and then if you, even if you look at the national teams as well, like they're very similar. And like there's a high focus on athleticism and technical ability to the same extent where you won't get that in other some other countries. Like especially, mm-hmm. yeah, athleticism. So like if you look at um, players like um, Renato Sanchez or a Cristiano Ronaldo, they're like they're as good athletes as they are good technically. If you go, know I mean. Ronaldo wasn't a good athlete when he was at Sporting, though. He was mm. skinny. I feel like in the Portuguese league, it's mainly about technical ability okay. more than actually being strong, being an athlete. Okay. I feel like that's where like um, the players tend to develop more when they go abroad. Like mm. when Ronaldo came to my new heat, straight away you could tell that his body changed. For example, even Nani. Okay. Um, and even now that players, players that you get coming out, um, even like Bruno Fernandes, for example, Bruno Fernandes as an athlete, like yeah. he, he wouldn't associate to him to that being very strong or something. No. Yeah, but you also get like exceptions like Ruben Diaz, for example. No, but you, you've got balance there, so I probably kind of probably should have said that's probably a better word. They've got balance. Like if you... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like technical ability and the way you play the game, like or the way you understand it, yeah. is very good. Do you get what I'm saying? And I yeah. feel like that comes with playing more minutes at a more at a, a higher level in a way. Okay. Like these players will get more minutes playing for the first team rather than more minutes playing for the reserves for the academy levels. Yeah. yeah. Like, like even if you look at this, I know the the question asked for like Europa League and Champions League, but if you're just looking at the Premier League, I can't really think of players, Portuguese players that have not done well they've always adapted when they come to the Premier League and done well not even just Portuguese players players that have come from that league so you've got that are not even from there so you've got Matic you've got David Luiz you've had Marimers like they've all been they've all come to the Premier League and done well when they've come over mm-hmm. you wouldn't say there's been an out and out flop of any of the players coming out from that league to the Premier League yeah yeah for real and now you're even seeing players from like Premier League teams going to the Portuguese league to get that experience like you're saying Angel Gomes, that was at Man United, and um, is it Carl Edwards, that yeah. was at Spurs, yeah. as well as Vitória Guimarães now, just to, to get their minutes up, to get more used to their playing style. But the thing is that the way the league is and the amount of money they get or whatever, yeah. when a player reaches a certain stage, it's always expected that they will they will leave. Yeah, but don't you think that I think players, I don't want to sound like too snotty, but like, I feel, you think players in like, in like, players like in France, Portugal, Spain, well, not Spain, but France, Portugal, not France, yeah, Portugal and France, they kind of like grew up in these academies thinking of going to like bigger clubs abroad, like in the Premier League or Barcelona, Real Madrid, AC Milan, etc. So, like, it's probably in, like, a mindset of the players that, oh, I'm going to do well at Sporting, Porto, etc., and then I'll move on to a bigger club. No, they're not thinking of staying in Portugal the whole careers. Is that what you, do you think that's a... If you think that's the case, I don't know. I'm asking. I, um, yeah, I think it is a case in, up to a certain level because in Portugal, there's, like, there's th- um, the three big teams, are Sporting, Benfica, and Porto, yeah? Yeah. And they they have the biggest fan base and they've got the most fan support. Like, if you go up supporting that team, you will want to play for that team 100%. Yeah. And the thing is, after a bit, because the level of a club is 
the clubs can still get to like a decent stage in like European or um, in European competition. Yeah. But you know that if you really want to get them to the next level, you have to leave the team. Yeah. And also, it's very common to watch the Premier League on La Liga in Portugal as well. Yeah. yeah. So now back to the question: If we like look at the teams of these these Portuguese teams in European competition, so Champions League and Europa League, you tend to see more success from these Portuguese teams in maybe the earlier stages of the Champions League in like the group stages and then throughout the whole Europa League. So I remember teams like Braga being a big problem for Arsenal a few years ago. Porto as well, of course, Arsenal problems in the past. Yeah, but that's the way the teams are run. That is the that is the level that they reach. Like, I think if it gets to above that, it's like it's become like sort of a massive achievement. Yeah, I could often the amount of talent not being retained in the league. Yeah, I think it will, it will probably be a long time if we probably if we ever see it again. But what the pinnacle is probably Mourinho with the Porto team in two thousand four, innit? So yeah, like that was very good. Yeah, Even I think Villa's boys, Villa's yeah. boys did also. Well, not too recently, but with Porto as well. Yeah. They had a very good season in Europe. I think they didn't. Did they win the Europa League one year? I think I they might have so. I think they won on being one season as well. But I think they won it. Yeah. And they won on being one season as well, I think. Um, yeah, but even then, you had players after that, they they left. So you had Cavalio, you had Deco, you had Mourinho all go to one to like bigger and better things. Exactly. So... I know. The main thing that I think players should not do is leave the league too early. Okay. Some players just get a bit, I don't know, big headed and leave too early and it doesn't work out for them. Like yeah. The last major example was Sanchez. Um, Renato Sanchez. Yeah, at Bayern Munich, he left too early. Now he's playing well against the Leo and he's back in the national team. But sometimes you can leave too early. Even Felix at Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Ooh, my voice broke. <laughs> His first season, he didn't do too well, but now he's really shining. Okay. Um, You've even got like Corezma, even when he left. Oh, he left after how many years? Because he was at Sporting as well. Went to Barcelona. That didn't work Sporting. out. Then I think he went to Barcelona, and then he went to Porto. I think that's what happened. But um, yeah, we in Bayern, we have uh, Robert Lewandowski. You know Robert Lewandowski. Um, yeah, so we're talking about. Well, bro, I forgot what we were. Exactly yeah, so it was like charisma about leaving players. So he was at. You said um, along the lines of players leaving too early, and getting big headed. So you saw how it can go right and it can go wrong. So first it was Ronaldo Sanchez. He left Benfica. It was to go to Bayern. Didn't work out. Went to Swansea. Didn't work out. Now he's playing out Lille. He's doing it right now. He's back in the national team. And now you yeah, yeah. move on to like Corazma, who's another one. It didn't really work out for him. He was like thought to be better than Ronaldo. He was at Sporting, yeah, went yeah. to Barca. That flopped. Then he was at Porto for a long it's, while. It's like when you leave to a team that needs like a big player in that right moment, sometimes the pressure can be way too much. Yeah. Like it worked that well for um, Bruno, uh, uh, Man United now. Like he came and he really was able to shine straight away. 
Like yeah. a lot of players, it's very hard for them to do that. Oh, if Bruno, a big example I can think of right now is it's very different because it's from the Bundesliga to Barcelona, but it's like Dembele. Yeah. At Barcelona, like he had, well, well, that's too early. I was just like he's, he's had injury thing. problems. Exactly, and that can just throw you off. Yeah. Well, with Bruno as well, didn't he? Was he? He was at. Did he start off at Sporting? No, he started off at um, Boavista. Boavista, and then he went to Udinese. He was at Udinese yeah, for a while. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe Sampdoria or something. Then he went to Sporting. Yeah. And then he was he stayed a couple of seasons. Eventually became club captain and then left. Yeah. So, in the case of Jao Felix, he, I don't think he... You said he didn't do well through last season. I don't think that's down to him. Personally, I think the way he, Simeone kind of uses his players and squads, he's not the most, you know... He's, well, he's very pragmatic, should I say. He's a very pragmatic manager. So, like, Jao Felix is not the kind of player you would think that would play in that kind of system. So, maybe not, but this season he's kind of turned the switch on. He's, like, been... He's improved a lot. You know what he's at? He's definitely basically replaced Griezmann. Yeah. Yeah, and he's improved a lot, but also, if you look at his build, he's gone gym, 100%. He's what? He's, he's gone gym. He's gone, yeah. The physical aspect, like you said, yeah. But yeah, that conversation there. I think that was it. Like, did anyone have any more points? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, go on, go on. No, no, I've got nothing. I was going to ask the same question. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to point out that one, I think, just in general, players from the Portuguese league um, are really good at adapting to other leagues. So, a good example I like to use is um, Rafael Guerrero at um, Dortmund. Yeah. Like, Gone in and he's a very good um, fullback, very good midfielder. He was never in the Portuguese league, though. That's French league. He's not. No, he got, he's half French, I think. Okay, my mistake. Um, <laughs> my mistake, I'm sorry. Um, well, yeah. I, did, I, would... I think Falcao stayed in Portugal too long, if anything. Really? He's still set the. League, league, um, league on fire. Um, yeah. for, for two for two seasons. If it wasn't for the two freaks, his numbers would be mad. Uh, he was tra- actually he was a victim of the two freaks. I wouldn't say he's a victim of the two freaks. Like the, the whole gener- there's a whole generation of freaks. Oh no, there's a whole generation that's been like succumbed to those freaks. But it's but not he the was the, like the first guy that was getting those, like you know. Uh, getting to those numbers but not their level you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. so no one before them to were getting like 40 goals a season yeah. I think he might be the first person to achieve that outside of these two maybe um, the only person well since they've been playing I, guess, I think so the only person who did it before Messi and Ronaldo was Ronaldo the Brazilian so I don't think he's got that level of numbers I'm not really sure he's got that no and like, yeah, I think he has, he has like a 42 goal season or 45 goal season what is that I'm not too sure, but I know he had a record that... Yeah, he's another great, though. Yeah, exactly. And then moving on to our next topic is... I would say it's a controversial one, maybe something that's overlooked or a position that's quite overlooked. Um, defenders in today's game, do you think they are overrated or underrated, should I say? Well, that's probably, yeah. Underrated or overrated? Or underappreciated is probably the best example. 
completely underappreciated because the way football is going now, like the whole play from the back stuff and they need to be good passers, they need to have traits that are not historically associated with centre-back. To be so fair. They just don't look at you as a good tackler. They just look at you, you need to know how to pass, you need to know how to distribute, you need to how to initiate a counter-attack. This is not a... defenders better though. That's just, that's just football, though, because like, it's a requirement for everyone now, pretty much. Well, like, I wouldn't yeah. say it's a requirement for everyone. Um, I wouldn't say defenders are underrated, but I'd say... Underrated? No, I wouldn't say centre-backs mm-hmm. or defenders. I'd say wing-backs or full-backs are probably most underrated position on the pitch. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's the most demanding, I agree with you. Yeah, demanding. And then demanding. if you look at the players who play in football, they're probably the most versatile in their team as well. Yeah, but I wouldn't and say... I think that's underlooked. I don't know, I think... They get appreciated. No, because no, I think like the way fullbacks and wingbacks are, like they can make or break a team pretty much the way a team plays. So I if you have, so if you look at a team like Man United, their problem before like maybe this season is still kind of following the season is that they play quite narrow going forward, and there's the wingers they don't overlap, they don't go forward as much as they could. So if you have someone like if Wambasaka was good going forward, if Shaw was like better going forward, you'd have a much more better dynamic. In United's team, 100%. So, this is why Man United shouldn't have sent Dalo out on loan. No, 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 no. Do you know? What I always say to like United fans, yeah. I'm not sure if I said this to you guys. If you could train Dan James to be a defender somehow, this guy's like the perfect. He's got all the achievements to be a good wing back. Like I'm generally he's, being serious. He's so weak. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Just train him up. I'm saying he'll get bullied. He'll get bullied. You can just train <laughs> the guy. Imagine going against Adama Traore or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same side. But. Imagine I, for pace, to be honest. Exactly. Just like, you don't even, it's not even a, the level of physicality because, look, Trent gets by. And he's not the greatest defender. Like, United has a history of converting wingers to decent fullbacks. Valencia, Young. That these yeah. guys. Decent. Okay, decent. Decent is a very strong word for those two. Yeah. yeah. Actually, they are, they, a decent fullback. You can't, don't chat. Valencia don't has, chat. You know what? I rate Valencia personally. He was actually very good. He's very one dimensional. Yeah. You, know, you know, you know, you know, he's always going to do. Like, he always do that little dummy, and then someone fall for it. Then he'll just knock, um, knock it past them, cross it in, low yeah, crosses. Well. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. For about two seasons. Now, meanwhile, we've got Wanda Saka here that used to play. How did, how was this guy a right winger in the first place? I do not understand. I don't get either, but, you know. I've seen one shot from him, yeah. maybe two. Yeah. Uh, he can't cross properly, it's mad. But he's a very good defender, I can't lie. Like, I think being a fullback, you have to be pretty much good. Like, you have to be good at everything. Like, I know some players get away, but in all aspects, like crossing, dribbling, passing, like, a lot of fullbacks can actually play holding mids. You've seen players like Kimmich, people have said Trent can do it. I feel like. I feel like if you're a fullback, you can play midfielder 100%. Like just holding midfielder. Because you have, even some can say attacking midfielder. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to see Bellerin Alaba, holding midfielder. I would play Alaba attacking midfielder, yeah. Marcelo attacking midfielder. That's where he, he plays play. attacking for um, Austria. Yeah, he does. He plays centre mid for Austria. Yeah, he plays attacking for Austria. Yeah. Also, Davies. Yeah. Well, he's, Alfonso Davies is a winger, though, but they've just played him as a fullback. He's another kind of Valencia. No, but in terms of like centre backs, yeah. Yeah. Quick, before, before you go into centre backs, I didn't get to get make my point on full backs. Okay, yeah. Sorry, man, but um, 
I, I don't think they are underrated. I just don't think there's many good modern fullbacks. Um, I because if you think of world class fullbacks nowadays, right? There's not many. There's not many at all. There's no. there's, the people you used to call world class, like Alaba, Carvajal, aren't really at that level anymore. Carvajal has gone. Alaba, I see him as a centre back now. I think he's a centre back yeah. now. So it's what it's, it's Kimmich, it's Davies, Trent, Robertson. Is Kimmich even a right back? Kimmich falls in. I he's, think he's not. He's he's more of a midfielder, but he's people say he's a world class right back yeah. or fullback, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, so I mean, I can't. Is there any more world class fullbacks I'm missing? No. Like the good fullbacks, they a lot of the time they're being played out of position as well. So yeah, um, is playing centre back sometimes as well. Um, I think Ricardo Pereira he can play on either side. So like that's another thing about the versatility. We're having a conversation about good fullbacks, and you're talking about Kieran Tierney. Yeah. When did I say did I did a star? Champions League winners and that. <laughs> He's a future Champions League winner. Oh, Walker as well, right oh, back to okay. the back. Yeah. Best right back in the world, by the way. Just want to let this out. He's up there. Um, Sorry, I interrupted your point. You were going to make about centre backs. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when we look at centre-backs, we don't treat them based on their, okay, defensive ability, yeah, but people go straight, oh, they need to be good passers, they need to be able to initiate attacks and stuff like that. So that's why I think they're underrated now because they just ask so much from a centre-back. It's not a classical centre-back, like the gritty, you know, proper Italian I think it, I think it depends on the team you play in, though. What kind of centre back you are? Because not all teams like look for that kind of um, kind of um, ball playing. Although they're important in the top teams, I don't think they're. You know, I wouldn't say it's like a necessity for centre backs, but I know it's it's a rare commodity as well. Um, it makes you a better player. If it does. You can do all that. Yeah. It depends. It depends if you want to play for Burnley and just defend. Yeah. And keep it long, or if you want to play champagne football. If you're a better footballer. Then you go to a better team, simple as. That's true. If you're, if you're good at tackling but not good at passing, then you're not going to play for that better team. But what I'm saying is, like, the proper, like, classical, gritty kind of centre back is becoming like a rarity now. Right. To be fair, even the way centre backs are built has changed. You know, they used to be, like, quite bulky and stocky, the better ones. Now they're all, like, kind of, like, Athletic and wiry, skin, yeah, skin on the skin side. If you look at a lot of them now, like, no, nah, centre, centre backs have always been a bit leaner than like strikers, for example. No, I don't think so. They so, like, like, look at players like Yapstam, like, they're like the only anomaly I'd say in terms of like bulkiness and athleticism is what Van Dyke, he's like both. But he's naturally, like, he's more like, natural. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's an anomaly. Like, if you look at players like Varane, if you look at, um, the ports, they're, they're not like bulky, they're like athletic, wiry, tall. But what I'm saying is, like, a lot of centre backs, they're not, they don't have that grit anymore. They don't, don't have that aggressiveness anymore. Like, yeah. it's basically a dying breed slowly. I mean, football is becoming a very soft sport with these all bars and stuff. So maybe that. So we don't have those classical, like, gritty players like the Pepe, the Cannavaros. Yeah. I feel like Ruben Diaz looks like that. Like what? He, he looks like no. he reminds me of Sula a bit. I wouldn't say he's a gritty centre back. 
Nice. Just because he can pass nice doesn't doesn't mean that he is. I don't think he's gritty at all. Like gritty, them. You know, you could tell when centre back is gritty. Like yeah. you mean like an Otamendi? No, he's rash. He's, he's aggressive. Rash. rash. He's not gritty. He's just rash. <laughs> Otamendi and Marco. Yeah, really. uh, gritty would be someone like a Kashoni ish when he was good. No, I wouldn't even yeah. say that. That's not even a good example. Um, gritty. Um, gritty, like someone. Like a village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a village. 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 So like, like no, just non- like, no nonsense defender. Pepe as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pepe. They, you know, like but these guys, guys that are no nonsense are also mad boy, madmen. Like, sometimes Pepe, it's needed. Ramos. Sometimes it's needed. Like, uh, yeah, but it's know that like I like the same centre back anyway. You know, I like Otamendi's, Rojo's. Scary guys, they're in center back. Yeah, okay. These are I wouldn't say these are gritty. They're they're just like aggressive, rash people. Yeah. And you know, it's another testament that these defenders are getting softer is that their inability to defend long balls and target men, as well. So we've now seen the renaissance of Olivier Giroud somehow, and I think that's a lot. Of that, a lot of it has down to I feel like center backs being softer because I remember when he was at Arsenal, like center backs were a lot bulkier and grittier as well. So like they could like. Deal with him in the air. Yeah, but Chelsea actually crossed the ball. Chelsea actually crossed the ball, so he's getting hit goals. Uh, it's not, but like just in hold up play as well. I think he's he holds off defenders a lot better than he did at Arsenal, as he's doing now. Because, no, I mean, I mean the devil way around. Sorry. It's because now there are less teams playing that type of football, so centre backs don't need to be as suited to that. Yeah. As they are now, they need to be like more tactically aware and better at playing out than legit just tackling or heading. Yeah, it would be nice if Holding was good at any of those things, you know. But yeah, um, I think one of the reasons why I would say defenders are kind of specific centre backs are underrated because I think fullbacks can get goals, they can get assists, so they tend to be rated quite highly in the modern game. Well, centre-backs aren't really rated. And it all comes down to Messi and Ronaldo. If those guys didn't exist, we'd be rating more centre-backs. Because those guys dominate the Ballon d'Or uh, chart. So they're always one and two. And if a defender has like a really good year, except for Van Dijk, who is incredible. Um, if a defender has a really good year, they're fighting hey, for... Let me, tell you off. let me tell you off. Even Van Dijk didn't really get his flowers like that. I think he did, man. Yeah, I mean... He did. I'm not sure. I don't think he did, you know. I really don't. Because we've not seen a more dominant centre-back this last decade than him. Like, he came in and transformed that Liverpool team from, like, a team that was finishing 4-5th to a title-contending team. Yeah, he was, he was the X-factor, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean at least... They didn't get their flowers, man. Ramos. Ramos is a good defender, but I think because he scores a lot of goals, that kind of, like, boosts him in the eyes of people as opposed to like Van Dijk who's just like a pure monster defensively yeah yeah you know what yeah Ramos I think Ramos is the greatest defender of all time Maybe okay the okay let's let's not get carried away let's, let's really yeah. not get carried let's not get carried away here <laughs> he's, he's the best yeah. goal scoring defender of all time maybe but like no. you know I'm not even counting that because he takes penalties he takes penalties now I'm not even counting that best defender of all time yeah, like based on his qualities, not not necessarily the art of defense, Quality. but as yeah, a, but as I'm going to say, how are you putting him against Nesta Maldini? I can't even. Oh man, 
Cannavaro, who's won a Ballon d'Or at the centre back. It could be better defenders, but they're not greater players than him. What about Coman? Okay, 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 I understand what you mean. Beckenbauer. Beckenbauer is the. I've never seen him play. I just heard about him, so I can't really, I can't really say a lot. But to be honest, those positions as well were different. Because Beckenbauer and Kroner's position, they could be centre back one minute and striker the other, like freely. Yeah, but say, say on Ramos. Not as. Not I, know, I know it's a different freedom. thing. Those guys, those guys are yeah. a sweeper. A lot of Ramos' success came from him playing as a fullback as well, though. So we have to, like. Yeah, he's a right back. So, like in the Spain team, he was a right back until Puyol retired, I think. Was he? Or was he Puyol playing right back and then him playing centre back? I'm not sure. Either way. No, no, he was a right back for both. Right yeah, I thought so. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't say best right back of all, best centre back of all time. I, I think that's a bit too brash. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell you who it is, but I don't think it's Ramos. You know, let's let's not take piss. Not take piss. I, I certainly was. Well, I think so. you. Were. So moving on to a new topic now. So. This is more about current affairs, just in football in general. So if you've been in the loop recently on Twitter or social media, ever, you might have heard of a little conversation that happened with Mina Rayola, the agent of Ibrahimovic, Erling Haaland, what's his name? Is it Erling Haaland? Erling Braut Haaland. Erling Braut Haaland, Mario Balotelli, super agent. Super Mkhitaryan and a Paul Labille Pogba. Yeah, okay, so the former agent of Lingard. Former agent of who, sorry? Former agent of Lingard. Lingard. He couldn't, he couldn't shift him. So, he, so Lingard sacked him. Stop, man. Oh, okay, Lingard, so... Let, let Lingard... No, let, let's not talk about Lingard. Lingard's injured, right? No, Lingard's been going through stuff. I don't, I don't want to talk about Lingard. Like, he's got some, like, family he's I'm not sure if he's family... I'm not sure he's injured, but he's got some family stuff that's been going on, so I don't like, get too yeah, much into yeah, that. Um, mm-hmm. I like the guy, I like him. So, if you don't know, um, Minareola had a little conversation with Tutor Sport, which is an Italian sport um, channel, I think. And he came along, let me, quote, let me quote what he said. He said, so I'm just bringing up the tweet now. I believe that Paul Pogba's time at Manchester United is up. You know, so after this, Pogba's not really come out and said anything about the comments that Rayola, his agent, has made. So I can only can I can only believe that he is, you know, condoning what he said. He's in agreement with what he said. So, what does that leave Pogba? I know he's not starting tonight against Leipzig. I don't think he ever start again for Man United. And I think he probably the most likely leave in January. We might actually get to see Van der Beek start a few more games now as well. So, no, 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 hold up, hold up. Paul Pogba didn't say anything, and you're out here saying that. Oh, this means that he thinks. This. Yeah. Don't. Okay. No. If your agent comes out and says something like that, surely as a player you need to come out and say you need to clarify. Blah blah blah. I do not agree with what he said, unless he's complicit. It could just be a tactic to get more money from United. By saying he's still up, Man United is over. But we've seen this too many times. No, but if I was United, I'd just shift the guy, man. Because he's just too many. He's just too much problems. He just causes too many problems. That's a tactic, yeah. He's just going to alienate himself more than he already is. Yeah. That'd be long legs. That's what I'm going to call him from now on, yeah. This guy, it's like, do you know what? And then I've heard another rumour about him saying that he now wants to play in the role that Bruno is playing in, yeah. 
So I, I don't know what he wants at all. I really don't. Know fact, listen, as far as far as I'm concerned, Bruno is better than Pogba at the moment. Yeah, he's a, he's the most important player. So Pogba does not. Do you know what Bruno's showing him up as well? Yeah, I want to drop my my Bruno agenda just just for this like just, Same. For, just for the segment. Yeah, you know Bruno's the guy. No, he's a, he's a good no, guy. No, he yeah he elevated the team like he's actually he's exactly. doing his job. He's, he's doing his job. No, like he's actually elevated. So we out here talking. We out, we out here trying to talk bad about Pogba after what he did last game. Okay. That's what one game. Of what? That's one game. That's one game. Pod boom. When are we going to blue moon? When are we going to see that again? We don't know. It's when once every blue moon. Maybe, he wasn't but what statistically he he's not shown he, that he was injured, man. He's been injured. Well, it's always that, something that's, with him, though. There's always something since he joined. Like the, I, I think there's no excuse anymore. Like Bruno's shown him up. He's like people used to say, "Oh, the players around Pogba is the reason why he's, he's not performing well." Bruno's come in and done. He's elevated the team the way Pogba probably should have when he first came wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. When Bruno came, yeah, and him and Pogba played together in the same team. Yeah. It banged, right? It banged, it banged, yeah. For a while. That just right. shows you that Bruno is more when important. Did ever, when did it ever stop banging? When did it ever Okay, stop okay. Let me let me put it like this, yeah. Pogba didn't start playing with Bruno till I don't know, after lockdown. Um yeah. so from January to July, it was just Bruno by himself. And he elevated that Man United team more so than Pogba did when he first came into United. Agreed. Agreed. And he's playing with like, if not worse players now than Pogba when he first came in. Nah, I think he's playing with better players. Who? He's playing with, Ooh, he's he's playing with better versions think, of, He's playing with better version of certain players, should I say. He's playing with a better version of Rashford. Martial, I think he's a bum. Um, I don't think he's playing with a better version of Martial. Um, Martial's yeah, Marcia, no, improved for sure. 100%. He's improved. No, 100%. No, no, you've, even scored, you've even seen Marcel score ahead of this season. When did you ever see Marcel ahead of this season? I've seen him have less than 10 shots in the Premier League as well this season. You know he scored. Marcel is not ahead this season. He hasn't played, he hasn't played that much um, in the Premier season. He, he has. He even got a ban. He got a ban, but that's about it. He's played in the Premier League. He's started in the Premier League. And now Cavani's coming and he's scoring, so we're going to see probably less of Marcel sooner, sooner or later as well. His his end his last season was very good, man. Just after a couple of games, you can't write him off. Like if anything, it's just showing us that he's not a number nine, Martial. I don't think he's a number nine. I don't think he can lead the line for United. Not not yeah, not a proper nine. Maybe like a second striker, yeah, but not yeah. a nine. Yeah. But back to Labille. Um So, I just like I honestly think yeah, like, his time at United should be up anywhere. Like, I think he, they should just move him on. He just causes too much. Like, his, what? This is like the second, or is it second or third manager where he's had issues with? Not issues. No, second manager, sorry. Like, Mourinho had issues with him. Solskjaer's not having issues with him. What, what, and then I think, what, I think United fans should just, just are tired of the guy. What's Solskjaer's issue with him? Huh? What's Solskjaer's issue well, with him? Maybe not him, but like, it's a derivative of him and his agent, should I say. Because this is not the first time his agent spoke out. His issue was with Mourinho when um, Pogba came out. He said he wants to play more attacking football, whatever. Mourinho then dropped him. Oh, yeah, no, no. Sorry, this is the second time, like, in the last few months, Pogba's been linked to something like that. I'm pretty sure when he went to the national team, he said something along the lines of being with the national team is like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. But there was no... 
no drama with that in the Man United camp. No, there was there wasn't drama because he just dropped him. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, but when he came back from France, he was injured. He had a knock right? on his head because he's always talking crap. So they knocked him on his head. Wow, this guy. <laughs> no, nah, man. Like when you have players like that, well, like I'm not saying he's a bad player. He he's a bum relatively. Like you can all have all this talent, but if you're not applying yourself, I'm not really gonna hear it. Oh, okay. What makes what makes Pogba different than the likes of say? People like Ben Arthur and them guys that had talent, we saw it. But it's not applied themselves. Yeah. What makes them different? A World Cup, a World Cup, a trophy, a European League. Okay, that doesn't. Because he actually applies himself. It's not. How many many Italian leagues? Yeah, but winning a World Cup is not an excuse for you. That's it. I won a World Cup. Okay, no, okay. He's he's done it there. He's done it there. But what? Yeah. He's not really. You can't say he's been a successful signing. I'm, I don't know. I, um, Man U for me is a train wreck of a team. They've had no direction for years. But at the I same mean, time, no, you can have no direction, but you can see like players elevate a team. Though, like I understand mismanagement of players and whatnot. But you've had Bruno, who's coming. He's played probably like with your least experienced manager in like the last few years. Probably the worst out of the three in the last few years, and he's elevated a team. But Bruno and Pogba are playing different roles. He's not no, even, even, no, 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 but it's not even a matter of playing in different roles. It's just like the impact you've seen on this team. Like they've no, 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 no. the team in different I'm, ways. But, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to say that Pogba's been asked to do the defensive and offensive work. He's been asked to no, tackle, yeah, asked but, to build up plays, be asked to yeah, create. But easy. If you look at that's other players, min- they, that's the bare minimum. If it's you look at min- players they signed, even though they're bums, but they at least look like they're trying. Like say Maguire. He actually looks like he's trying. Okay, he doesn't stinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, man, I think it's just I dislike um, always talking about Pogba because it's just well I mean one the media is full of like former Manchester United players and they're always going to be quick to get on top of like, because players. they know what, they know what it takes apart to play for United Patrice, though apart from Patrice the only guy that actually knows Pogba from Patrice you chose everyone and chose Patrice Patrice oh, is the only guy no. that doesn't talk bad about Pogba because he's the only one that actually knows him. Because they're friends. Are you, are you openly going to talk bad about your friend on live TV? No, no. Patrice, no. as a pundit, is not, not someone I would, I would listen to. Objective. It's not someone I would want to listen to. Then you don't know football. That's, that's been one of the most successful defenders in the modern times. I never, said a, I, ne- I never said a player, did I? I said him as a pundit is someone I would not want to listen to. This guy's eating, what? He's licking raw chicken on Instagram and... Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather listen to what's his name, Roy Keane, than Everett in terms of. Yeah, Roy Keane, Sooners, they know what yeah. it takes You'd to You'd rather be listen to Sooners than Everett. Yes. Yes, Everett. No, no, me, me personally. Me, no, it's about passion and me, me personally, okay, Everett, those are important, but me personally, I despise Everett. I'm an Arsenal fan, I despise Everett. So, you know, I'm never going to be subjected to that. As a pundit, I could not take him seriously. Like, whatever he says goes through one ear and goes out the other straight away. He's just, no, I, just, no, I can't take it seriously. No, I'm not taking away anything from him as a football player, but him as a pundit is different. Even as a pundit, he's better than some of the people. He's just funny. Either. He's funny at times because he says stupid stuff. But a lot of the time, he just chats air. Because he's not yeah. really giving you anything, anything insightful. He's not there for, I think he's there just for like... He's there on vibes. That's what he's yeah, on. Yeah, on vibes. <laughs> but what pundit is giving you something insightful like that? I like, I don't know. I like, I like for example... 
Michael Richards. Carragher. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Carragher and Carragher. Carragher. I like yeah, Carragher. Yeah, Carragher does this complaint. Okay, sometimes he'll, he'll show you up some of that tactics on the board. I like them, I like them. But that is it. That is it. All he does then is complain and talk about passion and determination. Okay, and you see, those are very important things, yeah. Because if Pogba had answered that, he'd probably be a much better United player. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, coffee is very keen now. No, no, remember the, no, 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 do you remember the Jogbanito advert a few years ago? You remember the Jogbanito advert? What did Eric Cantona say what about advert? the Jogbanito adverts? Yeah, remember those adverts? Like, of course, I remember the adverts. So, you remember Eric Cantona? Remember what he said in the Rooney one? Man, he said, without heart, you cannot play. That is true, of course. And Bobo doesn't play with heart for United, at least. Do you think, uh, do you think he doesn't play with heart? Yeah, okay, okay, let's be honest. This can we agree on something? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we can agree on something? Yeah. The best yeah. outcome is for him to leave United. No. Yeah. Yes, yes, 100%. It would be best for him and no. United. Both parties no. would be... I disagree. Well, okay, yeah. how are you... How, how, how are they both benefiting? He's making statements for his agent and the club doesn't want to play him, like... No one's been. There's always a controversial man you, as well. Man you, man you, it's last weekend, bro. It's a man sale, you, but that's that's one game, bro. You can't use one game in a sample of size. And the goal should not have counted as well. The ball went out. Hope was oh, still one of their best okay. players. Okay. Yeah, was, okay. was it a mad shot? Was it a six shot? Or was okay, it okay, 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 okay. Fine. Riyad Mahrez is the best player in the Premier League. Do you know? Do you know the thing is, David, with that? Yeah, you can be a very good player, but if you don't want to apply yourself and you're going to cause more problems than bringing success then what's the point I think it's the man- manager needs to drop his ego and just play him Same it's not even a manager but, but it's like he's been here for what five years now that's the third manager the and he's been manager, yeah. one of their best players all these yeah, five been, years well, he's what do you mean he's not just because he's not sprinting no, no. up and down the pitch oh my days no like this so, is, no, 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 no. all they want is passion and work no. rate man. No, 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 they I'm, don't I'm, care about quality it's not even that yeah so when he came in, they bought him for what? 90 million. Has he been a 90 million player since he's come in? But that's nothing to do with it. No, no, no. Yes, it does. It, like, he has some part to play. No, it doesn't, man. Yes, he it does. He doesn't decide how much money he was in. He doesn't have to know, but no, but, but has he shown qualities of a player consistent on a consistent basis or someone who should be worth 90 million? Qualities. He's shown the qualities. I mean, on, on, has, consistent he's, he's on a consistent, on a consistent places. On a consistent basis. Most people would be poor. He hasn't been consistent. Okay. So he's been very good. He's been good. Very good. And he's been very good. So, sometimes. how would you rate his time at Man United out of 10? Just like, out of 10, how would you rate his time at United? Like 6.5. 6. 6.5, okay. See, 6.5 is decent. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not lived up to his price tag, but I don't think he needs to be shipped. He's not losing them games. No, he's but not. he's, okay, he doesn't want to be there. That's the number one thing, through his agent. And the club doesn't want to play him. I don't the see any other reason. Well, he's not come out. He's not come out yeah. and denied any of these claims yeah, or said anything. He doesn't yeah, disagree with any. He's consistent. No, no, but, no, yeah, but the if, club if Pogba doesn't sack his agent in the next like week, then I'll agree with you guys that he's wanted Ryo to say that. But Ryo speaks says some mad things. You can even go back to when he was um, an agent for Nedved, and Nedved had to tell him, "No, I want to stay at Juventus. I don't want to be. I don't want to be sold." When Ryo was trying to get Juve to sell him, like Ryo just does things, man. So I don't, I don't really take stock of what he says. It's the player's actions. Yeah, he's, a guy, he's a guy that likes the publicity. You know that. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Raiola myself, but like with Pogba, I feel like the best thing for both parties is just to like part ways. Um, because I'm pretty sure Pogba, wherever else he goes, he'll succeed. Like we'll see the real Pogba, if there is a real Pogba. 
or what we think, imagine our heads. I think it'd be both best if both parties just separate. Man, United move on. They've got Van der Beek who can fill in Pogba's space. Pogba can go wherever. PSG. Wait, wait, are you telling me? Are you telling me? Van der Beek will play better for this money team than Pogba has. I think he'll have a better impact than Pogba. Yeah, I do not agree with that at all. The way the, have you seen Typically, the, no, no. the passes Pogba can do again? Pogba is better can, player than Van der Beek, but in terms of output, output and application, you want to get more out of. I feel you get more out of Van der Beek than you would at Pogba. If these, if some of these donkeys that play for Manu up front, you can't be blaming your players. Like, no, you can't always be playing. Do better with the passes he's done. Look at Bruno. Look at Bruno. Bruno's done dirt since he's come in. Pogba has been. Ups and downs. Yeah. So if if Bruno has an off period, people will like excuse me because he's actually like, you know, he's done he's done what he's been needed to do. But Pogba, I think okay, he's Pogba is probably the best player in his in that team in the in in his day. But we don't see it a lot. We just don't see it a lot. I'd rather play Van der Beek, who will probably give me more output than him, even though he's not a quality player compared to him. You see what I mean? These are the guys who would say they'd rather have McTominay playing than Pogba, man. I just, I just, okay, that's different. That's different. Dude, man. You see, you see that, yeah. You see that. Um, I almost agree with that. <laughs> I almost no, agree. No, no, no. Oh, I almost <laughs> agree with that. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, but see, McTominay is a much more inferior, inferior player, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what you're gonna get out of McTominay. You know he's gonna come in and give you 100. percent You know, like you're gonna, you know what you're getting out of him. Pogba, you don't know. Look at Pogba's form even before this, like before the international break, whatever. Yeah, when he was giving away penalties every week, just like doing stupid stuff on the pitch. Like, oh, you didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't even mad. Those penalties, they were yeah. like a sin. No, they weren't even like a crazy bad thing. Okay, look it's, at you. No, no, look at time tackle. No, no, no. The Spurs penalty, yeah, he slides like five seconds after um, thing cut back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, like regular on a chopter, yeah. Five seconds later, you just see Pogba taking one. Listen, yeah, yeah. The thing is, the way Pogba, what does Pogba do for France that he doesn't do for money? He's not consistent, he's just not consistent. Uh, I, but then for me, it's isn't more... that the manager's fault? No, not no, really. I, no, it's, we're, we're, we're way past that. Is, way past all this that. talk about all this talk about great determination is bullshit. Because just because a player doesn't run a specific way, well, no, I'm not talking about running. I'm not even talking about running, but just like at being effective, taking a game by the scruff of its neck. He doesn't do that where he should. He's the type of player you expect that from. He never does that though. For me, it's more of a not necessarily that Pogba has been great for United. I just think he's better than most of their options. So, for me, it would be crazy for Man U to sell him. Like, it's almost, it's almost like the Ozil situation, yeah? I believe Ozil is probably best for both parties that they both leave here. But at this moment in time, him playing like a lesser of two evils. That's like the same with Pogba. It's a lesser of two evils playing these guys because of the quality they bring. But at the same time, you're not going to get the most out of them all the time. If someone wants to now come in, like you have United, Bruno, yeah, United... I don't no. feel like he can compare no, no, like, to Pogba because when Ozil was playing regularly, Ozil did that. And okay, okay, okay. Also, Manu, Manu are doing well, and Arsenal but not the, so much. The thing is, if Manu let Pogba go, if that midfield without him, actually with Van der Beek, Van der Beek could play there, but he's not 
No, you sell Pogba, you can get you sell Pogba, you can get like you can get def- defensive a better well not better, but you can get someone who's good in those positions. Like what? You sell Pogba for what? How much would you go for? Like eighteen mil, maybe you could sell him for? No, no, no. 18? 18, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, it's public hey, that he wants to leave. It's public that he wants to leave. Man, you do, <laughs> man, you don't have any leverage <laughs> in sending him. Man, you don't have leverage in sending him. I'm telling you, hey, 40, we, 50. Don't, we don't condone drugs in this podcast here, okay? Mate, if, if how many, you say Pogba has one year in his contract. Yeah, he's got like one year. If you pay 80 mil for him and he has one year in his contract, you're an idiot. Like, I don't know. Has, same with Hazard for 120 million with one year on his contract. But Hazard was, was balling. No, no, I don't care how good he is. Hazard 120 mil for on one year on your contract, but you can get him for free in six months. Are you crazy? <laughs> put respect, put some respect on Hazard, bro. 120. I would have signed Neymar for 120 million with one year on his contract. That's Are you fine, mad? To be fair, with those kind of players, Pogba, Neymar, like they're very marketable players with like. Loads of money on image, right? So, like, you buying those players, you can probably recoup the money or within probably two weeks of signing these players. Exactly. So, and then you've confirmed, and then you've confirmed the transfer already. You know that there's not going to be like a last minute switch or something. You get like with Hazard to Real Madrid, everyone knew Hazard wanted to go to Real Madrid. Why would you spend 120 million on him when you can get him? Uh, yeah, that, that one, that one, I get that one, I get. Well, that one, Hazard, Hazard was a baller, though. It's justified. Well, Alan Turner was justified. With one year in his contract, I just don't understand it. 120 is not that a lot money. of hazard. Sorry? Then he turned up their fat, bro. <laughs> okay, that's... that's so, you see, you're going, the thing is like that. With If you went one year from hazard, he's turning 29, 30, yeah. So, that's a year missed out on a player. So, as soon as you sign him, he could start declining straight away. As opposed to signing him and getting something out of him before he starts declining. So, I can Please. understand it to some extent. That signing these players on a year contract, even at a high price. Because you know they're going to guarantee you something. Unfortunately, it's not worked out with him with the injuries and whatnot, but, you know. Well, on that point, if you think he might decline in one year, surely you wouldn't sign him for 120 mil then. You would try and bargain lower. Yeah, you, you do. That was... The rich do what they want, innit? So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um... Well, yeah, Pogba, like, my main issue with the Pogba going for big money is that Every, it's common knowledge that the relationship between him and Manu is broken down. So Manu can't say, okay, give us 90 million because they'll be like, Pogba wants to leave. He's got a year left. We can just wait. Nah, because I feel like if you, you'd have to get him before a lot of clubs start fighting for him. Who's going to fight for him? Of all, a very marketable player as well. And he is a very, he's got amazing quality. The thing is, if Manu's selling, who are, you gonna, who are they going to buy? I, th- I think he could be a replaceable player. He's a replaceable player. They have Van der Beek. Not in terms of quality, but in ter- they just want someone with performances. They have Van der Beek. You can already come in and just yeah play. Van der Beek is good, but... Yeah. But he has a better... At- well, at this stage, he has a slight... You know, he's more, he's more likely to give you a better output. Mm. Van der Beek? 
But Pogba's not giving you an apple. After, after, after Pogba's last game for Man United, you're saying... Bro, you, why are you latching in one game, bro? You are okay, tell me his last good game before that. Tell me his last good game before that. Man, you're putting me on the spot. You're no, it's because you can't. You cannot. You cannot do it. Your argument is not valid. I could make a mad play. I can't lie. I can't lie. The, yeah, that's the last good game. Like, no. Because he had, like, um, I think the League Cup against Brighton. But obviously. No, 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 no. Okay. The League Cup. Like, I was going to say, like, don't be shameless. And then, like, the severe game. The severe game he bowled out against. Man United still lost, but he played very well. Versus Brighton. No, man. So, you know. So, if he was to leave, what do you see him going? I see him maybe going PSG or Real Madrid. I think PSG is probably the best. All you've I think Saint Germain. Paris, Paris need a player like that. They do. Uh, the marketability as well. And him they going do. back to his home city. They do. Think Atletico. Atletico like that. What do you say? You know what? Yeah. You said Atletico. You said Atletico. Yeah. Atletico. Yeah. yeah. Do you want him to get killed? I said as again, again, again. I was saying. I think Simeone is a better manager than Mourinho and um, Solskjaer. So Simeone is a better manager than Mourinho, bro. Man manager. Man manager. Simeone will have him in the headlock Simeone, in the first bro, day. Bro, look, at, look at interviews. Look at interviews about um. Abadas talking with any man with little interviews about Mourinho's old players talking about him. Like even Hazard says yeah. he has a very good relationship with Mourinho. Mourinho's only he'll only have an issue with him if they're not doing what he wants, and he'll yeah. probably Mourinho just wants spot. hard workers. Yeah. Yeah, even but my then, point at was the of, at the start of his career with Manu, Mourinho had a very good relationship with Pogba. He was always defending him and stuff. My point was more that I think Simeone, if you don't buy into Simeone's philosophy, he can work with you. But if you don't buy into Mourinho's philosophy, it's it's, um, it's a wrap. Yeah, but That's Simeone, like, no. Pogba is not a Simeone player. He's not, he's, he's not an athletic player. With, with, with Griezmann. You see Athletico, yeah? They have room for only one flair player. Everyone else has to be great. They already have Joao Felix. If Pogba comes in, that messes up the whole balance of the team. <laughs> so he's not going to become a great like, player even, overnight. Yeah, even because even Yannick Carrasco, he doesn't play too much, bro. Yeah, but that's because he's coming back from China. So he's not... He's, he's not yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he won't start. No, no. I was just saying it would be interesting. I was saying it would be interesting, like, move. I think it could work I out. See, I see Pogba at Real Madrid, Barcelona, PSG. Not Juve. I just, uh, I just heard Real Madrid, Juve, PSG for me. Barcelona have money like that. Barcelona broke. Barcelona are dumb as well, man. They're broke, boys. Yeah. How yeah. are they swapping Arthur for Pjanic? They basically got. The no, they got paid a lot for Arthur. The same player. Just think they're swapping the same player for one that's a bit It was a money deal. A younger one. It was a money deal. They got paid a lot for Arthur, like 70 million or something. It was a straight swap, I swear. No, no, no. It was cash involved. They got a lot of money for our tour. Yeah, should we wrap up the episode here? Like, there's Champions League going on at the moment, so. Go for it. You guys see the. Yeah. What, 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 what are you saying? Unless you want to talk about Arsenal. Wait, you guys see the Man U score, Wait, what's, what's, score before we continue? What's the score? All I'm saying is Pogba should be in that squad. 
He wouldn't have made a difference. Cool. Don't tell me Man United are losing. Welcome to Europa. Welcome back to Europa. Guys, I'm telling you. I am telling you right now. Why did Guardiola get rid of Angelino? Go on the assist. Nah, nah, nah. Mendy could leave. Mendy could leave. Who here was saying that Angelino was dead? I said he should start. I personally said he should start. Angelino is very, very good, bro. I've always said he should start since last season. He reminds me of Dani Alves. No, so I've been wait, saying, learn Mendy, learn Mendy. Two nil, huh? What's for? Man United losing two nil, bro. Yeah, it's like what the what minute what? is it? Fuck Oli. Like, I was saying before the game, yeah. It's the twenty second minute. I mean, so. when you when you have, when you have one of your biggest players coming out and having his agent say statements like that before an important game like that is gonna upset the team, isn't it? It's going to then they're weak. Then they're weak mentally. These players have character. These players have character. Exactly, son. Exactly. These players, if they're affected by that, they're weak mentally. Oh, my mate doesn't want to play with you next year. No, come on. No, but when you're in a team with like that kind of unity and fraternity, and someone comes in and just disrupts that kind of thing like that, it's going to be disruptive. No matter what. Yo, he's playing McTominay. McTominay is starting. No, don't dominate, man. McTominay is. Do you know what's annoying me? McTominay and Matic. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out. I, um, he says. He says a no-no draw will get them through, but it's not the in the United spirit to play for the no-no draw. And now look, bro. Would you rather play for the no-no? <laughs> two. Um, I'd rather we get a no-no than be losing two nil by twenty minutes, bro. You've ended up being Barcelona as well. Guess who scored? Yeah. <laughs> Arthur. Huh? Nope. Big Chris. Cristiano. Yeah. My, my namesake. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It was Weston McKenney. Oh, Weston? Yeah. Texas boy. Yeah. So, let's wrap up the episode. And just go and watch the matches. Yeah. Let me, let me just say yeah, real quick. Arteta route. If, if, if enough is enough. Okay, okay, okay. We're not finishing the episode on that. We're not finishing the episode on that. <laughs> enough is enough, man. Wait, okay, you know what? Do you know what the thing is? I've evaluated the whole situation, yeah. I think we should and let then, Reezy let his emotions no. out. And then, like, the whole thing with Arsenal, yeah, is a mixture between the management, like, the hierarchy and the management. So, Arteta and Edu, basically, yeah. And the fans as well. The, no, the fans have. We just, yeah, we're just a refle- fans, the fans were just a reflection of what's going on. If my, in my opinion, anyway, we we don't oh, we don't have the problem. We don't have the problem. A lot of the time we get out to the problem, but we're just a reflection of what's going on. I wish I had um, an imagination of an Arsenal fan. So the, the optimism they have is incredible, man. Um, you, gotta, you gotta respect that. Yeah. So one like, week, Reese Nelson is dead. The other week, why is he not in the? Let me, okay, okay, let me let me just <laughs> let me just. I never think he's dead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Guys, um, just so, pause, 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 pause. Chelsea are losing to Krasnodar. They've already qualified, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Oh, uh, have they? Yeah, yeah. So, like, back to Arsenal. Um, it's a failure on both Edu and Arteta's spot. So, Arteta, Edu. kind of like, he's marginalised too many players, and I feel like he's done, the Guendouzi situation is not handled well. Saliba, Ozil. Um, just mm, it's it's no. about Saliba. Yeah. What happened to the world? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 like I know he's had issues. Like he lost his dad while he was at Setetti, and, and then he's lost his mom recently as well. So he's like he lost both his parents in quite a short period of time. So he's like not sold well when he got to England. Apparently, that's what it is. 
that's the issue there. Okay, 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 okay. So that's what that's my understanding of it anyway. Um, so yeah, um, Edu, Edu's issues like with Arteta, I think they're not even in good terms anymore, or they're on the rocky situation. Um, we've tried, no, we've tried to shift like five. Okay, so oh, Socrates, Kolasinac, Mustafi, yeah, yeah. Lacazette. Holding, holding. They, they should not be in the squad. Uh, they were not in Arteta's plans for this season at all. But if Arteta was bidding Lacazette and not bringing in any replacement, then uh, yeah, that's definitely Arteta out for me. Yeah, but like you know, Arteta, we apparently we turned down a substantial bid from Roma for Lacazette. Mm. I'm so still he obviously wanted Lacazette in the team. I no, or, or they are we didn't meet the valuation, or they didn't meet the valuation that we wanted. So like we want to sell him, but we're like we're not going to cheat ourselves. I don't care. Um, what, what do you guys actually want? What do you guys actually want? I want to be I, the top of the table. That's what I want. I, nah, don't, want I don't even care about that. First, I want Wales boys. That's the top of the table. I want, I want Wales boys Arteta and Edu at the club. Wait, you want uh, Arteta gone? I don't want Arteta yeah, gone. Wales and Edu out the club. I feel like we'll see a, the real. Um, kind of revolution at Arsenal at the start of next season because once we like at the end of this season a lot of players' contracts are up so the ones Again, that we have to shift you guys Mate, we have, we have no money team. who are we going to hmm? buy <laughs> even if I we free up those funds if we free up the wages no I think Arteta needs time yeah. to say Arteta is too soon man like no, he's I've... had he's had a whole 180 in terms of what he's done because before this season he was looking alright we were looking alright we could see oh we're going to build onto something but you know I think we'll just leave it at that. So, once again, everyone, thank you for listening to our Rondo. And um, Arsenal Fan TV. And Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal Fan TV point two. The Paul Popper Hate Club point mm-hmm. two. Um, There's a quiz coming up soon. There's a quiz coming up soon. There's a quiz. Like quiz. Soon. <laughs> yeah, so, thank, once again, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Links in our Instagram bio. It'll take you to the link tree. All the relevant links are there. So, you see you again. Link tree. YouTube so, yeah. coming soon. YouTube coming very soon. YouTube, it, Breezy, it's not our YouTube, please. You know what? We could do it. Okay. Oh, oh, LinkedIn coming soon. Link. This is the football, football heritage. heritage.